Welcome back. All right, so some news of the day for all you fine people on the internet uh, for your Sunday, October the 15th. We're about halfway through October. I say about because it's a 31-day month, so technically, well, we're halfway because it's halfway through Sunday for me. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, so news of the day video for all you fine people. Uh, Montreal's not on the board. I've seen people asking about Kirby Doc. I haven't seen anything. I scoured as many different sites as I could find. Uh, the only things I can find are that, yes, he left the game with an injury, lower body related, and that's it. Um, nothing on his status. As soon as this video goes live, we'll find out more. That generally seems to be the case. Uh, so news of the day for all you fine people, starting with Calgary news. And it, it everything sounds like Elias Lindholm is willing to stay in Calgary. There hasn't been any interview stating that he doesn't want to. Nothing from his agent that I've seen that he doesn't want to. Uh, again, after the after missing the playoffs last year, obviously there were members of the Flames who weren't happy with the way things were going. And, you know, the idea of, hey, do you want to stick around this for eight more years? Not necessarily, but feelings can change. So it feels like, you know, we saw Backlund sign an extension. It does feel like Lindholm's next. They're not that close on a deal, but the talks are ongoing. So for Flames fans, that's good news. The one that it looks like probably ends up leaving would be Hannafin. Um, not saying that Lindholm doesn't go, but it sounds like Lindholm wants to stick around and Hannafin's playing for them. So uh, it's not all doom and gloom around Calgary or, you know, for that for that matter, around Winnipeg now, is it? Because Winnipeg keeps everybody minus Wheeler. So anyways, um, we'll see how long it takes, but the talks are ongoing. They are not, they've not been shut down because the season started. Uh, some players don't like to have those discussions during the season. Once the season starts, that's it. Apparently with Lindholm, those talks are ongoing. Uh, Wall is going to start tomorrow against Chicago. This could be a very interesting game between Toronto and Chicago. Uh, you've got Hall is apparently set to return. He's saying, yeah, I'm going to play against Toronto. So that puts him well ahead of schedule. Uh, you've got the backup goaltender starting for Toronto after a couple of shaky games by Samsonov. And it feels like a trap game to me. It feels kind of like early, early, early in the season, very early, but it feels like a trap game. And by trap game, and you guys are going to see this once we get further into the season, the trap game basically means you have one team that's very good and projected to be quite good and another one that nobody expects anything from. And so the team that doesn't have any pressure comes out, kind of jumps on the other team, and all of a sudden, at the end of the night, we're looking going, wow, that team won. How did that happen? It's because it's a trap. The team that's uh, higher up in the standings maybe doesn't take them as seriously, maybe is overlooking them, looking at future opponents. So maybe this ends up being a trap game. I also want to weigh in on the Ryan Reeves arguments. Stop. Please, Internet. Please, for the love of everything holy, just just stop. Please. I, I just find it so weird. Ryan Reeves has been around the game for a very long time. He does not transform the entire Toronto Maple Leafs team into world beaters, and he doesn't make everybody tougher, but he does provide a useful service to the team. He can take a fourth-line spot. He can play a regular shift, and I, I don't see a problem with it. I don't think that the Leafs necessarily are going to be cup champions because of Ryan Reeves, but I think there's so much debate now about Ryan Reeves. It's like, are we, we really... Why is every argument about a fourth liner? And and I get I get that people are like, well, the Leafs have to toughen up. That generally hasn't been their problem over the last couple of years. I've watched all the games. I've talked about how they out-hit their opponents often. Uh, this is a team that had grit in their bottom six before they picked up Ryan Reeves. Uh, that's why Simmons was there for years. So it's just, it, it's an odd argument. So just 
Some people really like Reeves, some people don't. And if you're on one side or the other, you're probably not going to convince the other person. It's just, it's insane right now. But it, it does distract from the fact that Samsonov's had a bit of a rough start. And that uh, while they've won their first two games, uh, there might be some, some defensive issues so far with their game. And again, tomorrow against Chicago, we'll see how things go. Because we know in Toronto, you're only as good as your last game. And it can turn very, very quickly in that market. I say that because I'm a Canucks fan and it does the same thing in this market. Uh, Pavel Butchnevich did not practice today for the St. Louis Blues. His status is unknown. He got injured during last night's game. So he's not at practice. Not any word yet on whether or not it could be day-to-day, week-to-week, or how long he's going to be out. Um, I find it weird that we don't hear more on this since the season just started. I'm used to the cloak and dagger once we get to the playoffs. I kind of expect it. But I, I do find it kind of weird this early in the season. But hey, you know, hopefully Butchnevich is okay. Because for St. Louis, a team that's been struggling to score goals in his first couple of games, if they lost Pavel for any period of time, that's really going to hinder their attack. Uh, Robinson cleared waivers today for Columbus, as would be expected when you've got half the league at the salary cap. And so he's headed down to play for the Monsters in the AHL. Uh, Robinson, decent fourth-line depth forward. They won't have him in the AHL for the whole season, obviously. He's going to be kind of up and down, I would think, during the season. But now that he's cleared waivers, they don't have to worry about that for a little while. Uh, Ottawa news. So we've all been watching Matthew Joseph and when Matthew Joseph might get moved. Uh, Ottawa finding out, as I've talked about with Vancouver, you want to you wanna clear cap space? Well, good luck. About half the league is looking to clear cap space. So it might be easier, and Darren Drager's reporting that they've talked about it, might be easier for Ottawa to move Brandstrom's $2 million cap hit than the $2.95 million cap hit for Joseph. It doesn't sound like it's a big difference, but for some teams it could be the difference between wanting to pick up a player or not. Um, and then Pinto is expected to sign a bridge deal. Pinto's been clear too, he has not requested a trade from Ottawa. They're not even considering trading Pinto at this stage. So things that still sounds like are quite, uh, quite amicable between the team and the player. Uh, Brandstrom, of course, was basically the centerpiece of that stone deal. And I remember Pierre Dorian sitting down and, you know, Brandstrom, we had to get him. And this is a huge piece of this team moving forward. And it really hasn't worked. He he played a regular shift last year. He had some good games last year. Absolutely. Has he progressed? Yes. But the ceiling for Brandstrom now has gone from potentially a top two defenseman to a third pairing guy who can be useful for you. It's a big difference. And so Brandstrom's $2 million cap hit will not be easy to move. They likely will have to add a sweetener. Every GM knows what's going on in Ottawa right now. They know exactly what's going on. They know that uh, Dorian's under pressure. They would know that the fans last night were chanting that they wanted Pinto. So how desperate are the Sens going to get? And we don't know yet whether or not Michael Andlauer. Uh, he could be leaning on Dorian a little bit too. Just from a point of view that he sees the excitement in the building. He knows there's excitement in the market. And he also knows that they're a little bit shorthanded in terms of the team on the ice. So if you can get Pinto into the lineup, you get Norris back from, from injury as soon as possible. They could be a dangerous team. And it again, we're so early in the season, everything's wide open. So we'll see what happens. But uh, it, it is going to be interesting to see if they do trade Brandstrom, how Dorian spins that, what Dorian has to say. Because again, he was very praising of picking up Brandstrom when he did. And it really has not worked out that well for him in Ottawa, uh, at least not to the expectations that were put on him. 
Uh, so Fabry's day-to-day -day for Detroit. Hopefully he's not out for very long. He only played 28 games last year. Robbie Fabry is a heart and soul kind of guy, and he can he can go out there and produce points and goals, and he, he seems like a really good guy, but he also gets hurt regularly. So um, Aston Reese got sent back down to the AHL today. He was called up yesterday, didn't play. They went 11-7 and against the Tampa Bay Lightning. They've, all, they've called up Zarnik, uh, so Zarnik will probably end up on that fourth line. We'll see if they go 12 forward, 6 defensemen, or if they go with 11 forward, 7 defensemen again next game. Uh, it is interesting because that was considered kind of crazy years back to go 11 forward, 7 defensemen. It's not considered as crazy anymore. Uh, we've also seen where teams have started the season with less than a full roster, and it didn't end up in a news video because there were four different teams that went through it, and it didn't necessarily mean those teams lost. So we're going to see that this year. I talked about it during the summer. Uh, teams in order to get cap compliant probably not going to have full rosters on the ice uh, there's always that danger that if an injury takes place well now you're down to 10 forwards and six defensemen or 10 for or 12 forwards and four defensemen which is not likely teams don't generally dress 12 forwards and five defensemen so we'll see what happens with with Detroit with Fabry Zarnik coming up and and how they deploy their lineup from here I don't think you make any changes when you're coming off of a win against Tampa, but we'll find out. Uh, so Florida, and I'm wearing a Florida jersey for this. Uh, the fan enthusiasm in Florida is still apparently high. They haven't made their home debut yet. Uh, so attendance was strong last year in Florida. Florida, of course, has been for decades a target of fans saying a team doesn't belong here. They shouldn't be in Sunrise. This is crazy. This isn't the right, right spot. It's not going to work. And the attendance was bad, but I always said, you know, if they got a good team, we'll see what happens. And it's the same argument I've had with Arizona. Give them a good team. You know, wait until you've got management that knows what they're doing with putting a team together. And right now in Florida, they seem to be proving that that's the case. That they've gone to the Stanley Cup Final the year before they were the number one team in the NHL's regular season. And fan enthusiasm seems to be really high. I've seen the debate, too, about, well, yeah, it's a full building, but most of those fans aren't cheering for Florida. Paid customers are paid customers. It, it really doesn't matter. I could I could go to a Canucks game and, you know, like we got tickets to the Canucks game against the Islanders on the 15th of November. I could go in there wearing a Boston jersey and, and let's go pasta. I could cheer for Marshawn. People would think I was ridiculous and crazy, but I'm not going to get thrown out of the building for it. And the Canucks really wouldn't care because I've paid for tickets and I'm there. So as long as they're paid customers and they're there, who cares who they're cheering for? And so Florida, um, we'll see how it goes this season, but the building was much, much more full this past season than it was in previous years, which is good news for that market, good news for that franchise, and good news for the owner, who has a lot of money, ton of money for Vinny Viola, but uh, it's Vinny Viola, right? Something for Vincent Viola. Anyways, um, yeah, Florida, I think, is in much better shape now than they were. The, the one team that remains out there, of course, being Arizona, but... That should be cleared up, I would think, by February at the latest. I hope it's cleared up in January. We should know soon enough. Anyways, there you go. News video for all you fine people. Let me know your thoughts in the comment section below, as always. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe. And there's one other thing I wanted to share. There are pictures that I have on the set that I don't have up behind me. I, I always have a picture of my grandmother nearby. Uh, my grandmother passed on... Uh, about nine years ago, almost ten years ago now, and uh, when I'm doing videos, when I'm doing all this, I, I always think, you know, how proud she would have been and, and how sad it is that she didn't get to see uh, what I was able to do and, and what was created and all of that, and 
I think she would have been really proud. It's a conversation I have with my mother regularly. So um, just little things I have around the set that people don't necessarily see that I use daily to kind of, you know, motivate myself if I'm not feeling well or if I'm in a bad mood. And then that definitely helps. And in this case, this is, I think, is my grandmother looking at a birthday cake and thinking to herself, it's a lot of candles. I'm not blowing those out. It's not going to happen. Um, and, and for the record, she was four foot 11. So, um, <laughs> I had a friend in high school that used to like to hang out with my family because he said he felt like he was an orc in the land of hobbits. So anyways, uh, there you go. Thank you guys so much for all your support. It really means a lot. And I will talk to you again soon.